What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Not After 30 podcast? What's up, y'all? As always, thank you for tuning in, downloading, and checking us out or streaming, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Uh, hey, this is episode 201, and this one is called Low Profile Deep Seated Leather Couch. Stay tuned. It is a quick one. This is actually uh, part of the uh, episode 200 that I had with Kyle uh, when he came over and we were talking about Valentine's. Um, this is like the conversation took like a hard left or right. I can't remember what I said on the recording, but everything changes and we start talking about something totally different. And I felt it was good enough to be a second podcast. It's this great story uh, from Christmas that has nothing to do with Christmas, but family bonding. I get, oh, I don't know. Anyways. I really hope you guys enjoy this. This is a fun story to tell. And uh, I also gave Kyle his first ride. First ride. Oh my God, words so hard today. I gave Kyle his first ride on the douche flute. With that being said, this is episode 201 of the Not of Third Podcast. Thanks so much for downloading, tuning in, and checking us out. This is the Not After 30 Podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now it's time for the show. Um, so do you want to pop my cherry? Yeah. I've never actually done You've never vaped? I've never vaped. All right. So uh, we have, this is a classic 510 thread. This took a hard left <laughs> from Valentine's. Um, so you're just going to click this twice. It's going to warm up your vape. Oh, it warms up. Yeah. Well, you need to like, you need to get this concentrate going a little bit. Um... What's in it? Um, this is a mystery one. Oh, great. So it is, I'm almost positive it's a sativa. Okay. Okay, so you're just going to hold... You don't know the strength. Um, it Kick your teeth in a little bit. Okay. Well, or or I, I, it might I just, not. I'd just like to say thank nice you. Nice knowing for, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, podcast because I might go silent after this. Maybe, maybe not. So you're just you're going to hold it down. There you go. And just give it like two seconds to get it going and then go ahead and take your first pull. Take a small one. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? <laughs> this is a stimulating podcast. No, you're going to have another one. Yeah, I have another one, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Let it out, buddy. Let it out. No, I will. Come on. No, no, no. You just have a back to back. <laughs> there you go. All right. Hello. Uh, yeah, clear the throat a little bit. Hmm. I thought vape wasn't supposed to burn. Ah, uh, well, yeah, maybe your first time. Um, the douche flute, as we like to refer to it. Oh, the robot dick is what I believe. Oh, nice. Why does it say elf? That's a brand. <coughs> oh. Sorry for coughing directly yeah. into the mic. Blowing out some one person's eardrum. <coughs> oh. But you're more of a oil guy? Yeah. Well, yeah, I like the oil. Um, I mean, I like smoking a joint. That's the classic. That's my favorite thing to do. But... I don't, I, I don't have time for rolling. I don't like the right. whole... See, I like the ritual of having a tray, grinding it all up. Right. You know. Getting every... Gr- yeah. Like, I loved doing that. But when you have kids, like, I can't have a tray out. And right. And up weed. And I, I just... All that had to go away. So now, just get this little dropper bottle, a couple drops. Like, you do it right in front of your kid's face. And they have no idea what you're <laughs> doing. But I don't do that. But I'm just saying you could. Um, but yeah, I like it. You know? couple drops or vile droppers full of it and and then yeah that's what I usually do 
<laughs> and then uh, from hanging out with our buddy there, mm-hmm. uh, I love the bong too. Yeah, I've never hit a bong before. <gasps> I don't. I just you know it, I don't. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. I'm worried uh, about either sucking too hard or not sucking hard enough. <laughs> oh, I've seen. Okay. <laughs> You can definitely suck too hard. <laughs> I've I've seen people suck so hard that the water goes like up. Yeah. Like the, not like a straw, like it doesn't go in their mouth necessarily, but like kind of like you know when you take a crap and it splashes up. And yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Side and the kiss. angel kiss. Yeah, the yeah, angel right kiss. On your ass. Uh, it's like I've seen people do that and it bubbles up too much and it gets all over their lips. And, yeah. And then they're like, oh, that's gross. And like, yeah, you can suck too hard for sure, but uh, you know, just just a steady slow. So I, I I haven't done like a proper bong, but I have like a a water pipe. That I've been using, and I know it's a little it's bit different. Basically the same thing. I think I think it's yeah I think it's similar enough, is it not? Anyways, um, okay. So you're a classic joint guy or a bong guy. Also, bongs like could is there could could there not be like a I don't know not such an awkward shape like it kind of just feels like a lot right like you're holding like a, a vase a lot. like I feel like and then also too if you're if you're if you got on a rip with it. Then it's like you got a lot of things that you could possibly drop. I guess. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean it's crazy because they're so intricate looking. Right. They're they're you can buy fairly cheap, like like thirty bucks. You can get a right a bomb, right? Um, like that's very inexpensive for something that's glass and sometimes colorful and shaped. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. Yes. Yeah. I actually forgot my point. It's good weed. Yeah. So okay. So. You're trying vape for the first time. Early impressions? Uh, my throat hurts. Good. Yeah. You did it right. I think it was too hot. I think I burnt it, though. It, is it red when you, when you click the button? Yeah. That's the highest temperature. It hit it three times, <laughs> it'll bring it down. Click click it three times. White? Green. Okay, yeah. So that's the lowest temperature, so it won't, won't be so hot. Sorry, I didn't even think about changing that. Yeah, thank you. So it's your fault. Yeah, totally. Okay, so where are you in the edible world? <laughs> oh, yeah. I like the chocolates, too. Yeah. Um, Did I tell you about my Christmas edible story? No, but please tell me. Okay. Ready to get your dick going? <coughs> it involves a lot of characters you already know. So Christmas Eve, the big get-together for my family, we're at my family, my parents' place. We're all there, and my brother and his wife and his family show up late as per usual, and they have these cute red decorative boxes for everybody. They hand one out to all the couples, and they said, these are homemade edibles. Um, so they gave a box to my parents, to us, my sister, and my brother uh, opens his box, and it says, let's get this party started, and takes what looks like um, a post postage stamp size or a shreddy size, and he's like, these are 10 mils, of sativa, and they have these, and they call them coffee beans. They look like coffee beans, and these are five grams, five milligrams, and uh, and these ones are a hybrid. And um, so, my brother just takes the ten gram postage stamp, eats it in front of everybody, and then it becomes like a game of Russian roulette. Who's gonna go next? So like I'm looking around, scanning the room. Uh, I'm looking at my dad. My dad's looking at me. We're looking at my brother-in-law Joe. Now my brother-in-law Joe is uh, the king of microdosing, and he is like all about it at all points. And many times he's been at a family function, microdosed, and just like just enjoying life. And I know that microdosing doesn't work exactly like that, but he he's usually has a rep, is what I'm trying to say. So 
he go he dives in. So I look at my wife, my and and my wife goes, "Oh, if you want to do it, go for it." So I t- I take that I take a ten as well. Ten. I take a ten. Everyone takes a 10, and then my dad takes a bite out of the 10 and gives the other bite to my mom. And we're all like, oh, shit, the party is going to fucking go. Here's a kicker. Now, Kyle, I told you you know all the characters in the story. One pulls out from the past, an ex-girlfriend of yours, my nonna, comes out of the fucking woodworks, goes and grabs one and takes the five-milligram coffee bean. We're all like, <sighs> so the five-gram five milligram was uh, Intica. <laughs> In the couch. Oh, yeah. So fast forward about 25 minutes later, I am sitting on, um, my parents have like this, this sitting room and I'm sitting on this long leather couch that's very deep. It's so deep. I'm 6'2". I sit, my butt is sitting right in the back of it. My feet are not touching the ground. Okay. So it's a very deep leather, low profile couch. And I'm playing with the new dog, and I have him because he's, like, biting everything. So I'm trying to keep him out of trouble. And I'm just very, like, having a moment because it's starting to kick in a little bit. I'm under a blanket. We're having a great time. And my dad walks by. He's like, oh, you're just hanging out here? I was like, yeah, I'm good. He's like, okay. And he, like, saunders off. And then Nona comes, and she sits right next to me. She starts talking to me in Italian. Well, listen, I have a hard enough time with English, let alone speaking Italian. I can pick out some words. That's about as far as it goes. So Nona starts looking at me and she's giving me like the star eyes, you know, like the wander eye. And I'm, you know, I just smile at her. I'm like, are you having a good time, Nona? And she starts like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. She's going off. Then she starts insulting my puppy. You know, she's like, oh, you need another stupid dog. Why you need another stupid dog? She's going off on it. And I'm, I'm just having a laugh. And then I, I have the unsobering moment of, I think we're both on the incline. The magical moment where you're, you take a breath and you're like, I'm getting high. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm starting to float. Now at this point, I get like the, the mad tingles and I'm like, I'm fucking high. I'm looking at my Nona and her eyes are saying this to me, Anthony, I'm high as well. And we're fucking on the trip. Now at this point, we're sitting under a blanket on this deep pocketed couch and I have this puppy who's chewing up my fingers and my nona's just like blabbing on in Italian and like and you really don't understand anything she's saying a little like a, I'm picking little things but nothing's really you making don't, a you sense don't know a Not, story. I can't put it together no okay. I like something sound familiar but I'm like I don't know if that's actually it anyways one grandkid walks in and you know we kind of like look and point and like start giggling at it at the grandkid and the grandkid doesn't know what's going on so they're just kind of like laughing. They're like, why are you laughing? And we're just laughing. We're like laughing. It's so, it's so dumb. And then another kid, another kid, Granky comes in at the, and then the point, they all kind of start fluttering in and we're deciding we're going to start doing gifts. But no, like I'm not getting up. No one's not getting up. My dad, who's now walked into the room and is also giggling, is sitting down. My mom, who's fucking Chinese now. Her eyes are barely fucking open. I don't know if that's racist. Is that racist? Is it descriptive? I don't know. My mom's eyes are squinty. Is that less racist? I don't know. Anyways, and she's fucking red. She's red in the face like she's been, like, giggling herself. <coughs> so now the whole family's, the whole family's fucking hammered. Yeah. Now, there's two sober adults, adults, my wife and my sister. And uh, they're holding everything together. And at this point, you know, whatever, we're having a good time. Anyways, we open some gifts. The kids bugger off, play with the toys. Most everybody leaves the room except for Nona and I. At this point, we've been sitting down for about 45 minutes. And she goes to me, I, I want to stand up. I have to go to the bathroom. I said, okay. I said, let me get up. And you know, like, when you've been high for a little while, and then you get up, and then all of a sudden, like, your body is half cement, and you're like, I don't know if I can actually stand up right now. So I'm trying to get up. 
And she's, as I'm trying to get up, she's trying to hold up onto my arm and get herself up. I said, no, give me a second. So I get up and I help her up and, you know, she, and I'm securing her so she doesn't move in any wacky way. She gets up and then my brother enters a conversation and he's fucking stoned and he's like, you guys fucking high? I'm fucking high. I'm like, I'm fucking high. I'm like, I'm almost positive. No, it's pretty high. He's like, well, it's only five grams, milligrams. So she should be fine. She's, she's okay. But as I let go of her and my brother and I are starting to engage in this conversation, she starts falling backwards like a fucking redwood in the forest timber and she lands in this fucking deep seated couch she rolls like a turtle on its back and Dave's like oh my god Nona are you okay someone get her some water and then he's like why isn't it like in the same sentence like why isn't anybody getting her water she needs some water I'm like Dave fucking chill out you're just fucking too high just go get her some water she's I help her up Dave's like rushing he's fucking like running the the 20 steps from the the front room to the back room where the kitchen is he's pouring her a glass of water he's running back he's spilling fucking water all over the floor he presents my Nona with this half glass of water and he's like here Nona drink this she's like get this out of my fucking face I need to go to the bathroom and so she fucking just walks to the bathroom at this point my mom like she comes over because she's hearing all this like commotion and I'm trying to explain to my brother, like, fucking chill, you're fine. And he's like, he's giving me the fucking realization that maybe he is too high, but he's also kind of on this, like, emo- like this uh, adrenaline rush. So we're explaining to my mom what's happening. So my mom waits outside the bathroom. She brings Nona back into the room, and she's like, okay, we're going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to put her to bed. And my Nona stays at home, and she goes, I, I'm not staying here. I got to go back to the home. It's like, no, no, you're staying here. No one, no one is capable of driving right now. So as my mom puts my grandmother to bed, she, my sister's also putting her 16-month-old daughter to bed. They both sleep, have a wonderful night, and are spring chickens in the morning. But I have the memory of being fucking stoned as a goat on the couch with my nona. That's a fucking epic story. Dude, I... It was a magic moment. I'm going to show you. This might be the album cover. I'm going to show This is going to be a weird. This is going to be the. This is going to be me and my Nona on, on the couch under a blanket. And it's going to be our Valentine's edition <laughs> episode. That's a great. Magic moment. Family story. Wait until I show you this fucking photo to and you. When was this? This was Christmas Eve. Christmas. Oh. I had a Christmas family uh, story as well. A stoner story? No, not oh. at all. Um, but just a good family moment. You okay. Know? Um, I'm going to find this photo. My mom was supposed to come out and um, stay for just for Christmas Eve to Christmas morning. And then she was going to take off and go up north. Okay. Um, So she starts driving out on Christmas Eve and her car dies on the 401. Completely dies. So I leave my house Christmas Eve, drive, pick her up, bring her back to our place. And then um, we wake up the next morning. It's Christmas morning. We... Um, un- unwrap all the presents with the kids and my um, my mom gets a call from her friend who she's going to go visit later that day and spend Christmas with she's like oh dude we're completely snowed in like you can't drive up here because this is like Gravenhurst like north okay. north north right and there was a huge apparently they got dumped with snow on Christmas Eve right they couldn't they couldn't even like go to the grocery stores it took forever to plow them out and um so my mom's like, well, fuck. I don't have a car. I can't drive up there. I 
can't go home. I'm like, looks like you're staying for like three or four days and taking care of the kids. And she's like, I guess I'm going to stay. And it was like a Christmas miracle for me because like my mom was there for several days in a row. Crystal and I had a couple glasses of bottles of wine. You know, like we just got to enjoy ourselves instead of instead of just being the parents all the time. Right. You know what I mean? Like we could let loose a little bit. Yeah. It was like a Christmas miracle. Those those are always the best when grandparents are forced to be your babysitter. Yeah. Yeah. I am so mad that I can't find this fucking photo, but I'm backtracking on the original source of it. And I've saved this photo a couple times. I just can't find it in this moment. So, um, you're going to make that the thumbnail for the pod, right? I'm probably going to have to. Here we go. Are you ready, Kyle? Oh, you found it? I found it. Okay. Here we go. Live reaction. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, you feel, walk walk the listener through it. Okay, so that's definitely a low-profile, deep-seated couch. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the episode. Low-profile, deep-seated. We're going to break this into two, so we don't have to make this a Valentine's Day. Okay, perfect. Okay, that is a low-profile. Is this post-timber? No, pre. Pre-timber. Pre-timber. <laughs> but also a good name of the uh, pod. Oh, the smiles. So genuine. I can't see your eyes. Yeah, no, I'm very squinty. There are four eyes in this photo, and I can't see any of them. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's six, because the dog's there. Cute dog. We have to talk about your dog still. Sure. Uh, For the listeners who don't know, uh, I didn't know he got a dog, a second dog. Yes. So I got walked... When I walked in, I got attacked. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck is this thing? Um, Okay, yeah, so I love the blanket. Mm -hmm. It's very festive. Thank you. Looks very cozy. Wait, what? You guys are snuggled up like two Valentines. Yep, very true. I love her. I choo choo choose her. That's a very, very beautiful photo, actually. Isn't it? Yeah. It's very cute. I'm very proud of that one. I'm going to try to save this again. Hopefully, I can uh, find it easier. Um, Okay, so um, we got a new dog. And the reason why, um, well, Back in June, uh, we lost our rescue, and it was very hard on the whole family, and we gave it a lot of time and a lot of thought, and um, we decided through this program that um, it was an easy way for us to get a a dog. Uh, He's free. He's a $4,000 purebred um, mini Australian Labradoodle, Um, so he looks just like a Labradoodle, but he is... Uh, smaller, so he'll get to about 20 pounds. He's about eight or nine pounds now, and um, so he'll he'll double in size ideally. Yeah. But he'll be like a medium sized dog, yeah. a, a nice medium sized dog. Um, so he has like a some very unique features. So um, I didn't even know this was a thing until they pointed out he has um, a brown nose, which is a big deal. Oh, most most dogs have black noses. That's right. Yeah, and I I didn't even know this was a thing. Um, but so he has a brown nose, so that's like a, an endearing quality of a, of a purebred. He has green eyes, and that's also a big deal. Um, and he has um, he, what they call it a, a dusty or smoky coat, which is like it's golden but also gray. It's like it's you look at it, and it's always in a kind of a different color. That's also an endearing quality, uh, which makes him very breedable, and that's really what he is. He is a stud, so he's um, we we get him from a breeder. He is the um, 
the best out of the bunch that they plan to breed because of his great qualities. And um, so we get, we get given this dog. He's 100% our dog, but he has a job. And so he doesn't have to do his job for uh, 13 months. And then once he's uh, one year old and he gets his one-year checkup and they deem him suitable to breed, which means he doesn't have any defects or he's um, impotent or anything like that. Um, so they check all those, those factors. And then once that happens, he goes for, we schedule one week out of a month. Within three days of that week, um, he goes for what we call his puppy Tinder dates, where he nice. goes and smashes. Um, so he's got this job where he will father... This fits in with the Valentine's theme. Totally, kind of, yeah. Um, so, he, so he has like these... Um, dates and he's going to father like probably close to like 100 puppies at one point uh and he he run this contract runs for a couple years and then after that he's 100 percent ours with no strings attached um and so his job is kind of go hand in hand with like his name stems from his job his name's hank hank short for hanky panky there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Were you putting you that go. together or did Yeah, I was did, trying to figure out like, Tom <laughs> Hanks. Like, Tom Hanks. That's all I got. <laughs> Is there a porn star with the name Hanks? Um, Hank, Hank Hill. Yeah. Hanky Panky. Okay. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So, I mean. And it's a beautiful dog, by the way. Yeah. He's like, he, and he. It blows my mind. He's like wildly smart, and so we've part of the contract is we have to feed him a certain grade or higher of food, um, which when we found out what it was, we actually already feed our dog a higher grade than what they recommend. Um, so that's a big win. So we're happy about that. And he has uh, he has to go to two levels of obedience training, which is something we've always wanted to do, but I've never like seen, I'm like I can train a dog. I'm not spending five hundred dollars train a dog. Uh, you know, the, have you ever heard of the phrase, you don't know what you don't know? Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, now, now you, you know. know. Um, no, not close, but you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, for right. sure. Close. So um, I didn't know how much I didn't know how to train a dog. After going to these classes now, I am amazed. I'm a fucking Caesar Milan-esque oh, yeah? now. I, I'm fucking the dog whisperer now. I, I am amazed. I don't know, that dog was barking pretty heavy. Yeah, no, like he's still an, he's a bit of an idiot as well too. But <laughs> no, um, I I'm so amazed with the training that that okay. they do. Is I'm it I cannot recommend this enough. And it wasn't even close to as as expensive as I thought it might be. Yeah, I thought it was thousands. It can be. Now I have a, a side story to that. Like we have friends who got a beautiful huge um, Saint Bernard, and they went and they paid. $5,000 for the dog and then to train this dog was $4,000 and the guy who trains it um, keeps him for like three months which is crazy because it's like that's like little puppy years that are the cutest but um, this dog will be like you know you'll whisper something over here the dog will come running and like that's a high level training um, this is just like we go and we all kind of train together and I think it's great like it's it's so much fun and the fact that he's got commands and all that stuff down packed and he's only like four months old yeah that's great yeah oh that's the way to do it if you're gonna get a dog is to get them this is why i won't have a dog until i have the money and the time to invest in that dog properly because mm -hmm. yeah. i don't want to just i have so much guilt from my dog because i got him in the years of my life when when it I didn't was matter. selfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know what I mean? Like, by the time I'm 16, the dog's four, so I'm off, right? Right. 
and uh, I yeah I felt I feel so much guilt that I didn't take care of the dog the way it's meant like should be taken care of. Mm-hmm. So I'll, the next time I do get a dog, it will be when I can send them to have proper training. Yeah, I can give it the best food, and I can really take care of that dog the way yeah. it needs to be taken care of. And in our minds too, like our our dog our that we that we got right before we got married. Well. That's not true. He was born the same month we got married. So and but so he's ten this year, you know, and he's he's always been our baby. And uh, when we had our when we got our rescue last year, last October, I guess it was October before last, but um, we really thought that was going to be the companion we wanted for him. And you know, at that time he was like he was turning nine. So um, we're like, yeah, it's it's a good idea to have like another dog. Plus, we wanted that that balance because the girls were always fighting about who would hold the dog. And who would walk the dog? And it's like, guys, you're like, you don't need to fight, but of course you're gonna fight about it. So then, the next thing we want to do is like, okay, well, let's get another dog, and it'll balance this out a little bit. So that's why we got him. And so I have like two girl kids, and I have two boy dogs, and I was like, that was our balance, you know, a mom and a dad, and we're all good. Like we got numbers, numbers, power of numbers. So when he passed, it, I can't tell. Like, have you, have your children dealt with death? Uh, no. Okay, so uh, that's great. I mean, when when our rescue died, when Bo died, whenever the girls like, whenever it's a sunny day or uh, uh, sunny with clouds, and you see that that cast between the cow, uh, this the sun cast through the clouds, my girls will be like, "Oh, that's Bo. I miss Bo. I love Bo." Yeah. Uh, right? And it's fucking, it's a kick in the dick, and so it's hard to like, it's hard to. To just acknowledge that and be like, yeah, honey, we're all still hurting. And so this kind of helped offset that. But now what's happened now, since getting the dog, my parents had to put down Chico. Um, yeah. And, well, actually, unfortunately, my parents didn't have to. He was getting in really rough shape. 16 years old. 16, yeah. You know, like, you know, like, you know. I know, I know Chico. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows Chico. Like, Chico was, like, a very lovable dog. Very great. And he was so cute. He was a fucking great pussy magnet, too. Um, the thing was, <laughs> he's a true bro. True bro. Uh, so now my girls are like, now they've dealt with death twice with dogs. And like, so they're starting to understand little things about it, but they're also eager to talk about like talk about how much they miss them. And that's hard to talk about it. I know. I don't know. I'm good with leaving in the past. Like I, if I can really? just, yeah, I, you know, I, I have a hard time, you know, here's, I've dealt with death so little in my life, which I'm very grateful for, mm. but you know, me too. You know, it's no, no tragedies in, in my life, like just old age. Yeah. Things like that. Well, your, your mother-in-law, right? Like, I don't want to bring it oh, up, but, yeah. like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's that, you know. Yeah, anyway. I, I, I'd only known her at that point for, like, six, less than six months. Wow. Yeah, so that's good then. I, I mean, guess, it, you know, as good as it can not be. Not heartless. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, it's not like I was, like, 16 years. Right. Adult, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, th- that stuff's been hard. So, anyways... You know, we we knew that a new dog or a puppy. They the thing is, the girls never had a a puppy experience, so it was like a new new learning experience, new responsibilities. Like when we wake up, like Leah usually feeds Hank and and Louie in the morning, so it gives them like a little sense of responsibility. And like you know, they're good kids overall, and we also want to reward them for being good kids. So and it builds more responsibility into them later. So yeah, you know, we like those options for it. <clears throat> but you guys don't talk. Um... Oh, it's gonna get heavy now. But you guys don't talk to your kids about like death and um, not re- not really. I mean, because it because it was a thing with Bo and yeah, at the time they were um f- uh, three and four. 
Um, yeah, roughly three and four. It was it was tough to explain it to them with, without a way, you know, like they're they're gonna be curious. Like he went to the doctors in their storyline. He went to the doctor. The doctor said he wasn't well and he was gonna pass, and that's the way we explain it to them. And so he's like, Bo's no longer with us. I'm like, well, where is he? Um, he passed away. Passed away to where? Well, you know, like, all the funny all, all the kid questions, right? And and that's hard. It was hard for us because we're also like we were also healing. Like we were we were having a hard time dealing with it ourselves because he was. We were told he was a healthy rescue, and he got sick very quick, and he passed. You know, like a small bladder infection led to a larger infection to led him to finding out that uh, he was septic. And then we found out that he had cancer. Like there was a lot of factors that hit us really quickly. And then, yeah, it was like bam, bam, bam. And then, and then we lost him. And then we had just gone back from vacation. So we had dumped all this money into vacation. And then we got hit with like a four and a half thousand dollar vet bill. And it's like, fuck, man, like we were just coming off of COVID. Like there's all these factors that were just like kicking the dick after kicking the dick. So it, it took a lot out of us. It took a lot of strain out of us. It, it was harsh. So it, a lot of those feelings come back when the girls are like, I miss Bo. I'm like, yeah, I miss Bo too. And I wish none of those things happened, but they did. So now we have to deal with them. So I think that's just the dogs upstairs. I think they hear it. They're talking yeah, about it. Yeah. About yeah. Dogs. So, yeah. Oh, so anyways, like, I mean, yeah, kind of a weird roller coaster on this one. <laughs> yeah, totally. Talk about love and death. Yeah. Anything tax? You want to do taxes? Tax season. Tax season oh, coming up. God. <laughs> um, how, how's your vape experience? Are you enjoying the buzz right now? Uh, yeah, I'm very high though. Yeah. Yeah. But like, good com- yeah, comfortable high. Yeah. Good high. Okay, good. No, I liked it. Just, it, like I said, I think I burnt my throat. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, if you if you hit it too hard, too fast on high, on high, you're gonna fuck up your throat a little bit. Yeah. Well, lesson learned. Yeah. Should we wrap this sucker up? Sure, let's wrap it up. Okay. Um, and all you lovers on Valentine's Day, <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to go full circle, um, just so there's no surprises in. Um, oh, this is a weird one. This yeah, a- I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna split this this one up. Really? I have. To, yeah, I think with the first half Valentine's, we'll put that out you tomorrow. Like three parts on this one. It's it true. Like three different emotions. It's yeah, yeah. Ooh. We always go kind of deep. We do. Yeah. All right. Let me turn the sucker off.